Welcome to another episode. My name is Jose Naharo, and today we're going to take a look at Electronic Arts EA Games. So let's get started. EA Games reported earnings today after hours, and it is down about 3%. It's down $3.44, sitting at about $108.20. On today's episode, we're going to do the next things. We're going to take a look at Seeking Alpha um, news article to take a look at how EA Games is doing. Then we're going to take a look at the information provided to us by EA, EA Games themselves, both the slideshow and a spreadsheet they gave. And finally, I did a few episodes this week due to the earning seasons happening. So definitely check out my other episodes and don't forget to subscribe. I just did Amazon. I did Facebook. And Microsoft yesterday and I also did AMD and Apple the day before so hope you guys are enjoying this episode and don't forget to subscribe so the first thing we're gonna see is earnings per share were a dollar and 18 cents and it beat by 27 cents net bookings were a 1.98 billion dollars and it was a 23% year-to-year growth and it beat by 10 million dollars so we saw a beat in earnings per share and we also saw a beat in net bookings but this company is still down about about three percent so in this next article we're going to see why this company has dropped even though this company beat expectations on both earnings per share and revenue for this holiday quarter for the next quarter and for the end of the year of quarter for the end of the year this company has gone a little bit light on expectations for quarter four ea games is guiding um, net bookings of 1.1 five billion dollars which is like to be expected of 1.2 billion that was expected for them and for the full year the company is forecasting 5.15 billion dollars compared to what was expected of 5.2 billion dollars so we can see right even though they did really good on quarter three um quarter three season they are expecting that quarter four will be a lot lighter than analysis expect and that caused the shares to drop the final thing I wanted to take a look at is see how this company's forward P.E. ratio is. For March 2021, this company currently has a forward P.E. ratio of 22. For a software company, 22 is not that bad in my opinion. But let's take a look at what this company has to say. So now we're in the slideshow provided for the company. So remember, we are looking at quarter three for fiscal year of 2020. We're not going to look at the whole slideshow. We're only going to take a look at some of the ones I have highlighted. And then we'll take a look at another information that they provided. So first, we're going to take a look at the E8 growth trends. And this has the revenue for each year and what is expected for the end of this year. So for the end of this year, uh, EA Games is expected to make $5.475 billion of total revenue. So this includes net bookings and deferred bookings and deferred revenue. So five point, five point, almost $5.5 billion. We can see that this is much higher than the fiscal year of 19. Physical nine, um, 19 was a little short of $5 billion. So an increase of about $500 million compared to the same time last year. And for physical year of 18, which was the best year for this company, was 5.15. So it's even expected to do better than 2018, which was better than the company's, um, than, which was the company's best year. Next, let's take a look at net bookings. Net bookings for the company is expected to be $5.15 billion for tw uh, physical year of 2020. 
And it is much higher than physical year 19. Physical nine year 19 was 4.95, but it is still lower than physical year 18. So we can see, like I said, 2018 was a very strong year for EA games. But look, 2020 um, is definitely catching up. Next, we're gonna take a look at gross profit. Gross profit for 20 is expected to be 75.2%. And that's similar to that of 18, and it is a growth of 19. And operating cash flow for 20 is expected to be $1.7 billion compared to $1.69 billion in 18, and it's uh, better than fiscal year 19. So first you can see is physical, like I mentioned, physical year 18 was a very strong year for, for EA games. So it's pretty good to see that both net revenue and operating cash flow are gonna be higher than 2018. And then we see gross profit and net booking sitting at pretty much similar levels to 2018. And we can see all of these are much better than 2019. So we see that trend going back up. So it's not, it's not, looking, it's not looking that bad for, um, for the company. And one thing I just want to mention too is net bookings. Net bookings are, are sales made this quarter alone only. Because you know how companies sometimes have... Um, pre-sale games or you have to reserve the games so sometimes that revenue um that so that sale is made a, a quarter ago so they don't count, count that in net bookings net bookings are actual sales made this quarter and all the other gaming companies do this and i think it's actually a pretty smart because i want to know how the company is doing this quarter not how well it sold last quarter so that's why um they are they talk about net revenue and then they talk about net booking Next, we're gonna take a look at net bookings for this quarter and compare it to previous quarters and the different sectors. So first, there's three platforms for, for that this company is in. First is PC and others, next is console, and next is mobile. So the biggest of all three is consoles. Consoles make up a huge portion of the total revenue. For, for revenue of $1.4 billion this quarter, this company made $1 billion just in consoles alone. So we can see that consoles are a major player and the next is PC another and finally is mobile. Consoles grew 25% compared to the same time last year, which is again, if you guys have been looking at all, I've seen my other videos, all these Titans have seen revenue growth year to year of about double digits. And that's to me, it's pretty impressive. And it's pretty crazy that it's becoming the norm for all these companies year-to-year -year growth on revenue is 20 percent um pc another grew 21 percent in revenue consoles grew 25 percent we are seeing a decrease in mobile by six percent all right so next let's take a look at net bookings in the trailing 12 months in the trailing 12 months year-to-year -year growth this company has 15 percent year-to-year growth pc and others have 35 percent growth consoles have 18 percent growth and we're still seeing that mobile 17% decrease. So we're in both trailing month and quarterly data. We see mobile losing, losing numbers. Um, and we see both PC and others and console having double digit growth, which I think is pretty good, especially since both of those hold a higher portion of revenue. In the next slide, we're going to take a look at net bookings by composition. So here the three, the three major compositions are full game downloads live services and mobile platform again full game um live services make up a huge percent out of this 1.4 billion dollars that they made this quarter 
almost $1 billion came from life services and life services for those that don't know, this is pretty much your loot boxes and any other in-game charge that you have. They have the Sims. So any extra pack, if you have, um, if you have Madden, I'm pretty sure they have teams or players you can buy with full cash. So this is what life services is included. Full game downloads is just a full game. Um, and then mobile or anything related to your mobile games. So here in the quarter, we see 16% growth compared to 2019 in full game downloads. We see 27% growth in life services, and we see a 6% decrease in mobile. And one thing I know, uh, I told you guys, remember 2018 was the strong year for, for, for this company, for EA Games. But here, if we take a look at quarter three physical year of 2020, compared to quarter three physical year of 2018, you wouldn't believe that 2018 was the strongest. You look at the strength of this quarter three net, net bookings. So net bookings was $1.44 billion for quarter three. And for, um, for quarter three of 2018 was $1.23 billion. Now let's just take a quick look at the trailing 12 month just to see growth rate. The overall growth grew 15%. Full game downloads grew 8%. Live services grew 27%. And again, we see that mobile decrease of 17%. Next, we're gonna take a look at any games this company has. For quarter three, this past quarter, this company did release a nice amount of games. And my favorite one was Star Wars Jedi, The Fallen Order. Obviously, that was the only game I played. And I think it's one of the only games I played from EA Games, but the game was really good. Um, it also released Need for Speed Heat and Plant vs. Zombies in quarter three. For quarter four, and this company has no games coming out and which makes sense right there's not much happening during the spring quarter two we have summer and quarter three we have holidays so quarter four and quarter four one are probably a little bit slower since most of the kids and most of the people are probably working and worrying outside of summer vacation so i think it's very important that most of them come out during quarter two and quarter three and this other slideshow that i have here this they prepare um, I wanted to take a look at future at future games and for 2021 um, this company expects to launch four sports titles including new games in FIFA, Madden and other franchises. They also have four other titles that are drawn from the breadth of their IP so we might see another Sims game um, and they also want to publish four more titles globally from smaller developers. Finally they expect two mobile titles to make it to soft launch. So for 2021, um, they're expecting somewhere around 8 to 12 games, um, which I think is pretty impressive, maybe up to 14 games. So that's how many games. Unfortunately, they do not give us, they haven't given us those titles yet. And for 2020, they expect um, a new Battlefield to come out, especially with the new generation of consoles coming out this upcoming, this upcoming holiday season. They expect new Battlefield and obviously uh, new launches of their FIFA madden and other other services next i just want to show you guys some of their games and here they have the live services and mobile in consoles they have star wars battlefronts they have ea axis apex star wars the old republic madden fifa ufc anthem um more fifa the sims battlefield and in mobile they have bejeweled more fifa nba madden need for speed um they also have need for speed here in consoles a lot of other games um, Simpsons and Tetris, SimCity. So we can see this company definitely has a very good 
um, portfolio when it comes to variety of games. So that's all from their slideshow. Next, we have one more thing to take a look at, and it's the, the document they provided with their financial results. Um, here, the first thing we want to talk about is FIFA Ultimate Team matches were up nearly 40% year to year from launch through quarter three. So that's pretty impressive. The other ones I talked about already, so that's why I didn't. I'm not going to re-mention them. And during the quarter, The Sims 4 surpassed 20 million unique players worldwide live to date. That is pretty impressive that one game has about 20 million unique players. Uh, my wife is actually one of those players. And I know there's plenty of people playing The Sims. And all these expansions expansions that come out for The Sims is ridiculous. Every like two months, you're buying an extra $20 of expansion. I know because of my wife. Next, let's take a look at net cash from operating activities. Was $1.1 billion this quarter and a record $1.89, almost $1.9 billion for the trailing 12 months. So this company is doing very healthy financially. EA repurchased 3.1 million shares for $305 million during the quarter, bringing the last 12 months of 12.8 million shares bought for $1.2 billion. So it's almost, they've almost paid about $100 a share on average. The next thing we want to take a look at is the company's income statement. So here in the income statement, first we want to see net revenue, right? We see net revenue for December, for the three months of December for this quarter were $1.593 billion. And this is including deferred revenue and net revenue and net booking so this is included all all types of revenue so almost 1.6 billion dollars compared to 1.3 same time last year and for the nine month is right now at 4.15 um, compared to 3.7 same time last year they did increase total net revenue right total net revenue grew by about three billion dollar um 300 million dollars and the great thing about that 300 million dollar growth total cost of revenue did not grow by much total cost of revenue only grew by 70 million dollars so they kept an, an extra 230 million dollars so gross profit this quarter was 1.1.1.08 1. almost 1.1 billion dollars compared to 0.9 billion dollars last year so we can see right that gross profit is increasing next i want to see where this company is spending its money for a software company so right so video game even I say software company because a video game is a software in its own thing. They have software software engineers working on the games, developing the games. These game developers are just another form of software engineers. So I want to make sure that this company is up to date with their research and development, right? This company needs to be able to come up with new ways to create games and continue to develop with the ever-growing market. So research and development this quarter was $389 million compared to $334 million million last same time last year so i'm happy to see that research and development grow this is one of the these biz and marketing and sales are two operating expenses that i don't mind growing because if they are growing it means this company is but one trying to get um trying to stay up to date with with the current trend and two is trying to increase the amount of sales and, and its marketing abilities which are both good good things for the company uh so research and development for the nine months of this of this year right now it, it spent 1.15 billion dollars in research and development compared to 1 billion same time last year so we can see this company is spending a little more money on research and development 
but if we take a look at marketing and sales in the nine months of 2018 this company spent 473 and the nine months of this year of 2019 it spent 464 so marketing and sales did not increase it actually decreased by a few uh, by like about nine billion dollars total operating expense obviously increased and right if you usually spend more revenue you are going to also expend uh, have more operating expenses which is it's not that big of a deal next let's take a look at basic shares this company right now is sitting at 292 million shares compared to 302 same time last year so this company is buying back shares every quarter which i think is pretty pretty impressive next we're going to take a look at my favorite statement and that's the balance sheet here i can tell i i feel like in this statement i can see how the company is truly doing the first thing i see is cash and cash equivalents and it's down about 900 million dollars compared to march 31st of 2019 so that's the beginning of quarter one for this physical year so quarter one of this year had 4.7 billion dollars in cash quarter three of this year has 3.6 billion dollars in cash but we can see a lot of that money most likely went to short-term investments because short-term investments grew by 1.2 billion dollars and i think that's better right i would prefer this company has it still has a nice amount of healthy cash it has 3.6 billion in cash but it sent some of that cash to work as short-term investments which usually provide a higher a higher rate of return than cash and cash equivalents total current assets grew only by 300 million this quarter compared to same time la um beginning to um compared to quarter one of 2009 of uh, this physical year and we can see the biggest change here was definitely that increase in short-term investment next for the total this company's total assets at the moment is sitting at 11.1 billion dollars compared to almost 9 billion dollars last year so that's an increase of about 2 billion dollars the most um the two biggest impact to this were one the total current assets which grew by about 300 million dollars and two this company paid it seems it has it seems to have deferred income tax and what that means is this company paid off some of its income tax already about 1.8 billion dollars compared to 35 billion at the beginning of quarter one so that eventually um, helps offset the cost so it counts as an asset next we're going to take a look at liabilities um, if we take a look at total current liabilities they pretty much match identical to to what they were in quarter one compared to now quarter three so there's no real point in really looking at the rest at the rest of the current liabilities um, there's no major change happening in any of them um, the only other thing I will I like here is senior notes senior notes are long-term debt um, and senior notes is sitting at 995 million this quarter compared to quarter one two quarters ago which was 994 this is probably just an increase due to interest interest rates um, interest due to these loans but look this is pretty crazy total liabilities this quarter is 3.9 billion dollars compared to 3.626 um in quarter one again not a big increase to for my mind to really worry about it grew 300 million but look this company has enough cash and cash equivalents to almost pay off its full its full total liabilities if you add the short-term investment this guy this company has a surplus of of just short-term investments and cash and cash equivalents 
to pay off its total liabilities and that to me is a good thing that tells me that this is a strong company and it's ready to wither out any form of downtrend in the market finally the last statement we're going to take a look at is the cash flow statement in the cash flow statement the only one i truly care about is cash flow from operating activities this is the amount of money it makes from its everyday use is cash flow from its everyday use this quarter it had 1.1 billion compared to same time last year of 954 million dollars so a nice increase there and if we take a look at the nine months of 2019 it has 1.3 billion compared to same time last year of point of 900 million dollars so we see an increase in net cash flow from operating activities and the final thing we're going to look at is repurchase of common stock this quarter this company bought about 305 million dollars of shares um, compared to 292 same time last year and for the current full year right now it has bought 916 million dollars worth of shares compared to 891 so these numbers are all pretty close it continues to buy shares and like we saw right now the average it looks like the average price is somewhere about a hundred dollars per share where it's buying off so that's all i have for now uh, let's just do a quick recap of what i think about the company first thing since we just talked about the balance sheet the balance sheet like i said it's one of my favorite things and one of the balance if the balance sheet is bad no matter how good the company is it's not something i would invest in um, because even though the company could be good if a downturn happens which can happen at any moment um it, it can destroy the whole company so for a first i like a company to have a strong balance sheet and we saw that this company also has a great income statement sheet we saw an increase in revenue in all sectors this company is buying back shares at a healthy at a healthy pace um so that that's looking good this company has a great portfolio uh, of of gains um the only thing is it the guidance for quarter one for quarter four and for the year are a little light compared to what analysts expect and that's the main reason we see this price go down but at the end of the game also we we don't know many games coming out in 2020 from ea games themselves and that's a little uh, sometimes a little disheartening i would rather want to see what games are coming out because I, one can probably tell what games are going to flop and what games are going to do okay just by the the strength of the company we can see live service which are the the loot boxes and the online items are being are are, are increasing and we can see year-to-year -year growth and we can also see growth compared to 2018 which was a strong year for them um, the only thing is this comp also this company has a very healthy forward pe ratio of 22 um, it's not the cheapest obviously you can pick it up cheaper but uh, a 22 forward pe ratio for 2021 is definitely not bad in my books um, so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the episode let me know what you guys thought take care have a good night and see you next time